Everybody, welcome back to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. It's me, Brandon Navera. Thanks for listening again, wherever you listen. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those great platforms, all those great supporters out there that have helped me distribute this and get it into your ears or eyes. If you've seen some of the live shows like we did uh, last month, uh, maybe it was even a couple weeks ago with the National Podcast Association. So I wanted to do this podcast today. I really wanted to do it last month, but because of scheduling, it just did not work out very well. Too much stuff going on. You know, we, we just have so much, or I should say I have so much going on. Between this podcast, toy cars on the nightstand, trash talk, motivational minute, this dude and that dude. I, I, I'm telling you, I've now upgraded myself. I, I used to call myself the dollar store version of Ryan Seacrest. I'm now the five and below version of dollars of, of Ryan Seacrest. Maybe I'm not quite there yet. Maybe I'm still family dollar, which is like a little bit of an upgrade from the dollar store, although just as messy. But I, I think I, I think I've worked my way in, you know, now that I'm really getting a feel for this. And now that I've had to create multiple social media accounts and create a website I think that I am the five and below version of Ryan Sequest. Sequest. Wow, I can't talk. Maybe I just got booted out. Maybe I'm back to big lots. I don't know. Anyway, this is a unique podcast in general, but this particular episode is part of a once a month series that I'm doing. So uh, it's a monthly series within the life of an average Joe podcast, and I haven't quite flushed out when I'm going to do it you know, in the month or (laughs) if it's even going to work out. But they're short stories, short podcasts within the life of an average Joe. Typically, my podcasts run anywhere between 35 and 55 minutes. Um, I've gone over, I've had multiple parts before, but I like to keep them in that range. This is going to be a 15-minute or less podcast the best I can. (laughs) And I'm going to talk about stories, short stories from the life of an average Joe. And it started when I did the podcast for the National Podcast Association last month when I did my ice fishing story. So this is one that really just kind of came up. And as I'm recording this, I want you to know that I'm recording this in July, even though you're not hearing it until August. And it's been about five years in the making, little did I know. Today I had a a memory pop up on on Facebook or Time Hop or one of those stupid social media apps that I'm on. And it was about a friend of mine. It was a picture of a friend of mine, Keith Middleton. And we went to high school together. Now, Keith was younger than me and in a different grade than I was. Um, I believe he was, I don't think he was, I think he was two years younger than me, give or take, but he was definitely... um, Gosh, I think he was two years below me as far as graduating class goes. 
but we were all friends. We knew the same people. Um, I dated a, a friend of his and for a while and vice versa. Um, not that he dated a friend of mine, but he dated people I knew. And we all were friends. Now, I'm going to say this about Keith, and this is why it's going to be hard to go 15 minutes or less, so I'm going to try to talk fast, keep up, or just play it seven times and then you can hear it. Keith lived not too far from where I lived at with my parents, and then not too far from when I moved. He lived in South Lyon as well, just down the street, right by Kensington Park, and we used to go over there quite a bit. He lived with his mom and he lived with his sister. Uh, his sister would sometimes have friends stay there for months at a time, but we would go party there. You know, we'd buy our beers, our drinks, our alcohol, and hang out. But a lot of times, we would just go relax. We'd grill, we'd barbecue, we'd have a good time. Keith was part of our group, and we called the group the NWO. Yes, we stole that from wrestling, but that's we were big wrestling nerds, and we were just we were the NWO. It wasn't a serious name, obviously. We weren't rolling around like you know. <laughs> some sort of gang or, or warriors or anything like that. It was just a fun thing that we did. We were the NWO. We all had nicknames for each other, you know? I don't actually remember who I was in the I think I was DiBiase, Ted DiBiase. I, I don't remember, actually, who I was. Maybe Ken can tell me, but I remember Brian Daniels was the giant because he was a big guy. Uh, our friend Toby was Sting. Keith... I don't even remember. I need to go back and look at some of the pictures, but we had our buddy Andy Kelm. He was a little skinny dude. He had asthma, great guy. I knew him since I was a kid. Uh, you know, whatever. And we called him X-Pac. And, or, no, we called him Six because he was a sixth member of NWO. If you're wrestling fans, you understand what I'm saying. But it was just a thing. And we just hung out together. And one of the great things about this group, and, and there was other people involved, and we added other people throughout our our you know, lives and years in high school. But one of the great things about this group was that we all came from different walks of life. Some of us had a better story, grew up with a better, uh, a better family setting, so to speak. Some of us didn't. Some of us came from a broken family. Some of us didn't have family. We were the family. You know, others were popular, some more popular than others. Some weren't considered popular. Some were considered nerds. Some were considered burnouts. I mean, we were all of those things. I don't think I was ever a burnout. No matter how many drugs I did, that wasn't me. Keith listened to heavy metal. He was a big heavy metal fan. Now, we had some of the same taste in music, though, but he was a heavy metal fan. But we loved wrestling. We loved it. And he was an, we made sure that we included him in everything that we did. And he didn't have a lot of money. He didn't have a job at the time. But we didn't care. If we were going out somewhere, we included Keith. We made sure that, that he was there. We made sure that he was part of our group. If we were going to a party that maybe the, the people that were hosting the party or the people that were there, the majority of the group, if they didn't know Keith, we introduced him. If he wasn't on their list, on their level, so to speak, he became on their level because we arrived. And when we rolled into a party, we rolled in deep and we rolled in as one crew and that's the way we were. Now, granted, at times we didn't all get along. 
we had our problems. If we were in a relationship, you know, sometimes that would take over. But we did our best for a long time to stay together. Keith and I didn't always get along. We didn't. Mostly because of outside factors. But we didn't always get along. But I never, ever obviously hated him or did anything that I can remember. You know, maybe I, maybe I wasn't a jerk at some point to him. But I didn't, I didn't do anything but look out for him. He had a hard time. He had some issues. He had some problems with his family. He had diabetes that he did not take care of. I mean, this kid would buy Doritos and drink Mountain Dew and alcohol. He just did not take care of himself. He found himself in the hospital quite frequently. I remember one year we had an NWO Christmas party. We all bought each other gifts. It was at my, my buddy Andy's house across the street. We got pizza, pop, and we all did gift exchange, hoodies, wrestling gear, and then we all rolled out for the night. It was a really, it was a really cool thing because, you know, that's not something that guys typically do you know, get it together, buy each other's gifts. But it, we were that tight. And it was, it was special because we all chipped in, even though we all pulled names to buy each other something, we all chipped in to get Keith the shirt that he wanted. It was a, it was a wrestling shirt and we bought it for him. And, and it meant a lot to me. And matter of fact, I just recently posted a picture of that on Facebook, meaning today, from that party. It was a group picture. Not everybody could make it, but the, the core was there. And I posted that picture because it was about five years ago that Keith passed away. Diabetes got the best of him. And he had a lot of complications, and he passed away. It really, it was one of those things that I, didn't, I never forgot. I didn't forget Keith. I don't forget Keith. It was a huge part of my life. And he was a huge part of my life. And he was involved in so much with us. But he just didn't make it as far as taking care of himself goes. I just remember Keith always having a good sense of humor. I remember Keith laughing and loving. I remember Keith just being the best that he could be and doing the best things that he could do. When Keith passed away, it was hard. February 9th was his birthday. He would have turned 40 years old. 40 years old. He had a family that loved him. He had friends that loved him. And he just had a lot of people that cared for him. And I thought about him, not because I forget about him all the time. Not because I forget, you know, my friend, because I don't. But because as we go on in life, we move on. It doesn't mean we forget. It doesn't mean we pass up memories and we shove them away. But we just get wrapped up. If you think about those insignificant things in the last five years, just in my life, the insignificant things that I have done, said, or whatever that I don't remember, it, it, it's monumental. 
So your brain and your soul and your mind get cluttered with all these things. It's no wonder that you don't just kind of shove them off to the side and they get buried. Keith never got buried in my mind. The timing and the date might have gotten buried, but he's always been a part of me. And I learned something from him. And I, looking back, I've learned something more. And you never forget. And I think sometimes, and I just talked about this on the Motivational Minute on Riffer, I think sometimes in life you have to, you have to remind yourself. You have to remind yourself. It's a good thing Time Hop or, so, or Facebook popped that up that today was the day. Because time moves so fast and the days move so fast, you don't, you don't pay attention to dates. Not to mention I'm crappy with dates anyway on multiple levels. But it's nice that it popped up and it made me think about it. It made me go down memory lane. It it made me feel that connection with him. And I think it's good not to dwell and stick in the past, but so that we remind ourselves that we can learn something and we can cherish that. You know, one day I'm going to tell my son about Keith. Maybe not all those stories. But I'm going to talk about how this guy even though he was a pain in the butt sometimes. And there were sometimes I just, I, I couldn't tell you. I just wanted to, to knock him down because he was so frustrating. He was just so frustrating because he didn't listen. Because he didn't take care of himself. I just wanted to knock him down, but he was our friend. And he was, he was our partner. He was a member of the NWO and we all cherished him. And it was great about it because everybody came together for Keith. I wish I would have stayed connected with him later in life before I moved to Texas and all that. I loved his comic book enthusiasm. I, I, I mean, I did. I, I loved how much he loved comic books and how big of a debate we would get in about comic books and who was better. And if, if he was part of this, and I know he got to see a lot of it, but if he could see what was going on in the MCU right now and, and, and going on in wrestling, I, I would love to have talked to him about that. I was proud of what Keith did in his life. But he passed away too young. So I guess it was four years ago, give or take, because it was February 9th. He was born 1981, and he died July 12th, 2007. So my whole point to this story is that Keith was one of those guys that I met in school. I mean, we already hit the 15-minute mark, so I screwed up. That we met in school. That I don't remember how we got connected, but we were never apart. And so, Keith, wherever you are, and I know what you believed, at least when I last talked to you, and I know what you didn't believe, but wherever you are, Keith, I do love you, brother. And I wish that you could be here today. And I'm sorry that we didn't get to... didn't get to stay connected the way that life... uh, life maybe... I don't know. The way we did, the way we should have. And I'm sorry that, that life interfered, but I'm very happy that you got to live a good life, even though you're a pain in my butt and you didn't listen to me. 
And I'm very happy that you got to make your family proud. And you made us proud. You made us proud, brother. And I hope, it looks like from Facebook, your sister's doing